Do you you have have a secret? I think think everybody has a secret. Sippin' in Secrets podcast, hosted by Brandy and Cheryl Lynn. Where sometimes sometimes the biggest secrets, secrets, you can can only only tell a stranger. stranger. Welcome back to the Sippin' in Secrets podcast. I'm kind of like running out of things to do. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Oh, but I have something. Wait. Oh, that wasn't very good at all. Yeah, that didn't sound as like crazy. No. We need to like we need to get these like restrictions off so we can be in person because I feel like our actual microphone is just way better at picking up us opening up drinks. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, although I think we're still doing a stellar job without being together, even though it's way more fun if we're together. Yeah, we still have a lot of fun though. Yeah. After, so, after a week of the podcast, yeah. So I just sent you a text message from like that dude. What do you think? Um, like whatever. Like, okay, <laughs> bye. Like, right. Like, so it was like, like a little okay. update from like ghosts of porn chick past. The guy who had like messaged me and like I Facetimed with, and he, um like told me he like slept with like porn chick or whatever he like just texted me out of the blue randomly and uh tonight and I was just like yeah like I'm cool with being just friends and he's like well I don't want to like date right away and then I was like I'm talking like friends as in non-sex like why do you guys think friends mean sex yeah right like Like, I don't fuck you (laughs) (laughs) like I know and obviously he hasn't listened to the podcast obviously (laughs) not or else he probably wouldn't have messaged me because on the podcast I said I don't think I can do that Um, yeah so obviously he like didn't listen but like yeah he's like first off I'm like hey I'm not into like this whole like ghosting and coming back and ghosting bullshit yeah like it does not make my Vagini excited for you yeah (laughs) like so annoying and then yeah like when if you say you want to just be friends because like this other guy messaged me too on Facebook out of the blue and was like hey like let's be friends and I'm like okay I understand that like your idea of friends means like we're not in a relationship and we sleep together but like that's not my idea of friends like my idea of friends is like we don't hook up we don't kiss we don't do anything Like, we're just friends. So if you want to date me, totally different. If you want to sleep with me, totally different. Like, just be honest with, like, what you're looking for. Like, if you're saying just friends, that means to me, like, not just friends. So anyways, I, like, told this guy, like, I, yeah, I'll be cool with being just friends. And then he just, like, never responded again. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that's so funny to me. Because... Like, I'm serious. I'm just telling you the truth. And you're saying you want to be friends. But then when I say I don't want to sleep with you, then it's like, oh, I don't want to be friends. Yeah. So just, like, right? call it- like, that's not what friends means. No. So call it what it is. So if you be like, want- do you want to bang? Yeah. So like, if you're interested in just sleeping with me, then just say that you're looking for someone to hook up with. And then I'll be like, hey, no, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like- Whereas, yeah. like, I'm going to say no bye anyways. Like, not interested in it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so annoying. So, 
Oh my god. Peace out for the tenth time, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah well, and s- speaking of dating how is your like tinder tinder situation going i haven't even opened it up again like, oh okay so like i liked a couple guys and then i never went back on it <laughs> <laughs> well i, I kind of have i forget yeah, yeah so like this one night i'm like oh we need some like interesting shit for the podcast so i'm going to like make another online dating profile not with tinder because i can't do tinder yeah, but you're blocked. I, I did <laughs> yeah i did bumble or whatever and i literally did it for like a day and there was like way too many guys with the same name of like my too many exes that have the same name and etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and yeah i just got super bored with it and i already i deleted it tonight because i was just like oh my god i'm so over this crap and I just and want- you remember when I the first dude that was shown <laughs> to me was one of the jackasses that you dated a little while back, and I well, was like, oh, like, like so with dumb. the small penis, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like I saw his face, and I was like, why am I on here again? Like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. So after that, and so funny because like we're not really sure why, but he messaged me. Mm. Out of the blue, too, like after you were like the next day, yeah. So, God knows if that had anything to do with it or not, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if he's still messaging me, he didn't listen to the podcast or he doesn't realize this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, yeah, it's like, oh god, oh my god. But I did find a a few guys that I found attractive, but I mean, like I said, I haven't um, opened Tinder back up to like see if they've messaged me or if I've matched with them like I I'm like yeah I'm like ah oh, I'm just so bored with it because it's and I, I mean it's not necessarily the guy's fault by any means because I feel like this is just how it goes but I'm so bored of having the same sort of conversation with multiple people and I just feel like I don't have time for it right now whereas I'd rather just be able to like meet someone in person that like you know, I can like text and kind of hang out with and get to know, uh, and opposed to like texting with like a hundred dudes the same shit. Yeah, like, it just gets so boring. But then it sucks because I have these like ideas of us going out and being able to meet people because like I usually do actually meet people when I'm out, but like we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're but- a social butterfly like that. Like you like to strike up conversations and stuff like that and I'm like oh Brandy's forcing me to be social like oh my god <laughs> but yeah so I was thinking about it today I was like oh my god like and this is part of the reason I deleted it because it's like okay first off because of the pandemic I don't want to just be meeting up with like all these random dudes especially that I'm like working at my mom's house like I can't if I'm not going to meet up with you I'm not going to meet up with like some stranger danger so like danger dick or whatever and then I'm like we can't really go out and be social right now so like dating right now sucks and then I'm gonna just end up being like 50 years old by the time this is over (laughs) and single and alone Yeah, which, I mean, it doesn't seem like the horriblest idea right now no. in my mindset, right? Oh, so. well, I'm totally fine with being alone. Like, I, yeah, I definitely will not, like, falter, like, because we were talking about this where it's, like, from now on, like, I always, for the longest time, I've been, like, oh, I'm going to give this person a chance. 
that's not like a top shelf dude right yeah and I'm not trying to say like I'm the best person or like you're the best person like we obviously have our flaws too but I think we have a lot going for us so like why have we messed with these guys who are like bottom shelf like house freaking liquor (laughs) (laughs) guys right yeah you know and so like I just I just don't even want like because every time I try to give a chance to somebody who I don't like and I'm not I don't think it's so hard to explain because like I don't think I'm better than anyone else like that's not what I'm trying to say but when it comes to just like aligning with someone who I'd want to date or be with or spend time with or whatever I want somebody who has like certain qualities because I just know it doesn't work out if they don't have like if they're not even close to as driven as me it annoys me right so then I'm just like hey bye like there's just so many things right so it's like I want to like only waste my time (laughs) (laughs) with top shelf guys opposed to just these like guys that I like am giving a chance to and throwing them a bone when it turns out to just be like this kind of bullshit of like blah 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 or whatever like ghosting or just being weird or yeah well just not even like having common respect yeah well and just not being like having your shit together and being a good human being not doing drugs you know what I mean like because I ended up finding out that like one of the guys that I was like seeing in the past like not super close but like I found out he was like since things kind of ended with us like he's been doing fucking blow with 20 year olds all weekend yeah (laughs) and not like that yeah that's the kind of stuff like and it's not that I'm like judging him for that it's his life to do what he wants but like that's not top shelf dude behavior like I don't want you don't have to be a part of that near like yeah like I just like I like I feel like that's just not my scene I don't want to be a part of it like same with you like obviously you have kids you don't want to be a part of that either so like that's what I'm talking about top shelf dude like someone who has their shit together someone who doesn't feel like they have to hang out with like 18 19 20 year olds when they're like almost 40 yeah (laughs) yeah you know like that kind of crazy shit and it's not that like if that's his best life and he's happy like go ahead like I'm not judging your lifestyle but it's just not something I want to be a part of yeah so to me that's not like being a top shelf person right in general like so I consider myself and I consider yourself like you know, we're trying to be better people just in general. So that makes you more top shelf, right? It has nothing to do with like money. No, it just has to do with like bettering you as a human being. Yeah, you as a human being, like working hard and like trying to like do something with your life opposed to just kind of like existing, I guess, just so you can party. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Tell me about your dream. I want to hear. I was just about to say that. So funniest dream I swear to god what me and Sherilyn have been talking about on the podcast and like this hadn't even been like talked about for a while either so I don't even know why last night I dreamt it I took some melatonin so maybe that's why (laughs) because like I was like when I was because I was texting with Sherilyn last night because she's had quite the weekend herself so far yeah and so I was like texting with her last night and she sent me like a snap or two or a text or something like a couple things and I had taken a melatonin and I swear to God, I just like passed 
straight out. That's like, good, though. I was gone. It. <laughs> and it was at, like, 8.30. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, well, she's leaving me alone. Awesome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I left you alone with your with your situation. Yeah. So it must have been the melatonin because, like, it was the craziest dream. <laughs> so apparently the last guy I was seeing, I was getting married to him. Oh. And What? I said, oh. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's like, it has to do with you. Like, the dream is more about you. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was getting married to him. But on my wedding day, his, like, uncle came and told me that he was, like, not going to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the wedding was pretty much booked or whatever. And so you were obviously my bridesmaid. And I was like, well, fuck it. Like, we should just get married to each other then. Oh, and you're my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, totally. We should. And so then for some strange reason, this must have to do with, like, my mom cleaning out all her closets with, like, these crazy expensive dresses and, like, all this stuff that she has that we've been donating. Yeah. But, like, we open, like, her closet and the only dress that looked like a wedding dress, because obviously, like, you're a bridesmaid, but then you were becoming my wife. Right. So the only dress that she had was this, like, that looked like a wedding dress was this, like, white dress, but it had literally, like, all these Swarovski crystals, like, on the whole fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought you looked so good in it, but you hated it so much. And you're <laughs> that sounds like so much like real life right so like so like I was just like oh my god I cannot wait to see my beautiful bride in this (laughs) (laughs) and so you like put it on and like you just start crying and my mom's like Sherilyn you look so beautiful you look like such a lady I've never like my mom was like crying she's like you look so beautiful I'm so happy you're marrying my daughter and then you were like crying about like you're like I look too much like a girl (laughs) and like and then like the dream just kind of like cut out so we like didn't actually end up like walking down the aisle but it was like so funny too because like with dreams I find it's hilarious that these like outlandish things can happen and like they seem so real like normal right yeah so like the fact that like there was like literally like maybe a second we all paused where it's like we weren't even mad that I got left at the altar. Like we weren't like fuck you, like any of this stuff. Yeah. It was just like, oh well, I'll marry you. And you're like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. I like the 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 dress part. That's... I know, but like in my head, like I could still like remember the dress from my dream. And like it was literally like, you know how you see those like Instagram photos where like everything's like blingy and like yeah. whatever. Like that's what this dress looked like. And you were so that's crying. What, like, that's what you wanted me to wear. Yeah, that's yeah. Not what so I apparently, chose. <laughs> yeah. And like my mom was like, "But you look so beautiful, Cheryl." And you're like, "I look too much like a girl." <laughs> it was so funny because yes we always joke and say like i'm like the man in the relationship because i'm more i think more like a dude kind of thing, right so yeah exactly but yeah it's just like oh my god i was laughing so hard when i woke up because and i i've been waiting like all day because i didn't want to i wanted to tell you on the podcast so i could get your actual reaction yeah i was just like oh my god she's gonna die laughing because that's just so funny I had my own shit to deal with all day. I couldn't handle much more. <laughs> yeah, tell them, tell them about like your day and your last night. <laughs> oh my goodness, I want, I'm not gonna say about last. Well, I guess I could. Yeah, so, I don't think it's like that <clears throat> bad. Like nothing happened, so it's not like you're outing someone's secret or anything. Right. You yeah, don't need to. Not... Don't say who. 
just don't say who this person is. Just say that you're doing, you're helping someone move. No, I know. Uh, yeah. So what? I can't say that. No, I'm helping my brother move. I have to say that. So he's been, uh, last night he spent the night here because he got a new place and he doesn't have a bed or a couch to sleep on. And so we're like helping him move all this stuff. And, um, so of course we had a couple drinks last night and I went to bed cause I am old balls. <laughs> and... Well, I mean, you didn't go to bed that, that early in the yeah, night. No, it was, was, so, like, it was I, late I, for I you. I made it till like 1am. Yeah. Was, which like, is like, I was just kind of like, bitch, like you do that with your brother and you won't do that with me. <laughs> yeah. So I made it till 1am and then I like had woken up at like five in the morning to like go to the bathroom and I like trying to go back to sleep. And I hear my door open and close. And so my brother comes in the house at five, five o'clock in the morning. So I like put my pants on. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh my God. Like when, when you went to bed, was he still awake or did you think he was going to sleep? No, I was just like, Hey, like go to bed, like just finish your drink and like go to bed. Anyway. So earlier on in the night, uh, he had met my neighbor and uh we yeah we were outside we were having smoke or whatever and um so they had kind of met each other then so at five fast forward to five o'clock in the morning i'm like were you at my freaking neighbor's house (laughs) and he's like well yeah like someone had to hang out with me i'm like it's five o'clock in the morning and we have to like move tomorrow like what are you doing This yeah. is what happens though when you have like a guy who's been in a long term relationship for a while and now he's free. He's like, oh, oh, this is kind of fun. All... I get to do what I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then, fast forward to the morning, we have like a to do list like a mile long. And my brother likes to like collect like old shipbox trucks to save like his like fancy new truck to like save it, right? So we right. got this like crap box and we're trying to drive down the highway and transmission blows. <laughs> so were you guys like, okay, I had a question about this. Were you guys like going to your first destination, like the Walmart? Yeah. When this happened? So you didn't, yes. make, you didn't make it to the Walmart, right? No. Okay. We made it like four kilometers outside of town on the highway. <laughs> And then we had to come all the way back and like. Well, tell it, the, tell everyone about how he was like telling you how you're supposed to drive the car too. Oh yeah, truck. like it, the truck. I had to like finesse it, so I had to like, you know, step on it to like get it up to speed, and then I had to like let the gas go so the you know the gear would catch and like change <laughs> gears and then go on it again, and then that was how it happened. So. It wouldn't pass third gear. So I'm like trying, I'm trying to go a hundred on the highway and it's like revving at like 4,000 RPM. And he's like, lay off the gas, lay off the gas. I'm like, I need to go faster. We're on the highway. I can't drive 60. Oh my so gosh. Anyways, by the time we had gotten, uh, figured out that it wasn't, I wasn't the problem. Cause my brother was blaming <laughs> me. He's like, of you're course, not driving right? it correctly. Like, blah. So you're like, oh, okay, like, I didn't realize that I was going to have, like, this weird test of driving a vehicle in a manner that I've never driven a vehicle in Yeah, I'm, I was driving, like, an automatic truck, but I had to drive it like a standard with no gear shift. <laughs> and hope that the gears keep catching as you're going. Yeah. 
So anyways, we get turned around and we're like trying to make it back to town before like the transmission like totally like lights on fire or like overheats or like drops out of the truck. Well, yeah. And you also had like a warning saying like transmission overheating. Yeah. And we're driving down the highway, hazards on, only going like 40 on the shoulder all the way back to town. And I'm freaking out because I'm like... Well, this is in the middle, like, just so you guys can understand. Like, this is in the middle of, like, kind of nowhere. Like, there's car, like there's cars on the highway, but it's, like, it's not, like, an easy, like, oh, I'm going to pull over and there's a gas station. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're spread out out here, and then um, yeah, made it back. Got so we had to get in my car, and then we had to drive to like the next town over, for like on the opposite side of like the Walmart where we need to go, and then pick up his actual reliable vehicle, and then drive <laughs> all the way back like the next like three towns to go to the Walmart. <laughs> well I'm this like, is like oh like when i was talking to Sherilyn, and i'm like this is what is so funny about like country dudes it's <laughs> like is <laughs> that normally you would be like oh okay like i'm going with my sister i want to make sure she's riding like she has kids i have kids like let's ride in the most reliable vehicle we have <laughs> and instead he like picks the like one that potentially could not be reliable (laughs) and two weekends ago this happened in his other vehicle to us and we had to take back roads because we couldn't drive more than 30 because his (laughs) sensor thing was all messed up and it wouldn't let us drive faster than 30 yeah so clearly so clearly he did not learn (laughs) yeah obviously yeah it was so like all day I'm just like I'm at my mom's I'm still working on my mom's house I'm getting close to being done but I'm still freaking working and like my whole excitement of my day was just hearing what was gonna happen next (laughs) oh and tell them the other funny part about the couch (laughs) oh oh yeah so my brother obviously is moving he doesn't have a lot so I had to ask my ex well and it's not because he like doesn't have a lot because he like doesn't have the ability to have a lot it's just like a circumstantial like breakup situation where he ended up leaving the house and he was being like the nice guy and like leaving everything for her instead of yeah, leaving everything for her yeah yeah yeah. so we should explain that so that he like he actually is like the good guy in the situation yeah (laughs) he's not some bomb that like no so he's like you keep everything i'll just go buy what i need like i don't care yeah exactly ask my ex because he has one of my couches in his house and I was like hey like can I have that couch after two years please (laughs) (laughs) and you know he was nice enough and he messaged me and he's like it's out on the front lawn well okay but you didn't you didn't explain the whole thing so like you drop the kids off to him and you're like hey can I like have that couch that like I've left here for two years but then you're like can I come get it tonight so it wasn't just that he like threw it outside. He, no, like, no, no, no. You no. were like, "Can I come get it tonight?" And then you guys just kind of like did whatever and didn't think about it. And then he was like, "Hey, well, I didn't think front. he was actually gonna like put it out in the yard for us to pick up." 
So yeah, he messaged me. He's like, oh, he's like, I just left it outside. He's like, you guys can pick it up whenever. And I was like, well, can't do anything about it now. Like, <laughs> well, he well, messaged what... me half an hour ago. Well, and then what makes the story like so funny is so this couch is actually her brother's old couch from when that he, he was... gave to me that he gave to you from when he was married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's made full circle. So my brother got his couch back. Yeah, and so then he was like, so then this couch is like sitting on the front lawn. And Sherilyn's like, her brother's like, well, I don't want this couch like giving you like (laughs) like, whatever back. Yeah, it was just like, oh, God. But then he drove by and was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like like, it's a free couch. Like you're freaking taking it. Yeah, take it for now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, if you want to like throw it out in the yard and like you know have it by the campfire then do that but right now you need a couch well so. the, the problem is like even if he is to buy like a new couch it takes like six to eight weeks to get one right so he needs something yeah. until he can like order a new one or whatever he decides to do yeah but it was just so funny that like literally like i actually was surprised because i think it's super nice that your ex after two years was like yeah sure and yeah. then like actually put it out for you guys but yeah. it was just really funny that it was like sitting <laughs> on your front like all lawn. ghetto yeah. yeah like all ghetto for like the night and then you guys just like roll up and crap <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's been my day and so yeah we got finally made it to walmart and spent a bunch of money and he's got his house all kind of settled so that's good Sorry, guys, we're home at my house for the night, and so the boys are just like, ooh, my kitty, ooh, my kitty, I'm just gonna fight her and bite her and... Love her. Love her. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, it's like, it can't be our podcast without my dogs barking. Right. It wouldn't be the same. No, exactly. <laughs> well, should we get into the secret? Yes, we should. Okay. Okay, so we are ready for our little secret here. Okay, I ended up starting an OnlyFans and was hoping to keep it a secret. Unfortunately, a girl I went to high school with that doesn't like me found found it and blasted it all over my small town. I'm worried my fi- family is going to find out, but it's too late to go back. Ooh. That's tough. <laughs> yeah. What are your I'm... thoughts? Because I know you don't really know as much about this as I do. Because I'm no. aware of that research is like everything. <laughs> yeah. OnlyFans. I think you told me about it like maybe a year ago. And I'm like, what is that? I don't have, I don't know what that is. And when, now when I hear OnlyFans, I just um, think like nudity and like porn and, and like adult content. But that's not all that it is yeah it doesn't need to be that yeah obviously this is speaking to that because i don't think she would care if she was like um showing uh like her cooking videos <laughs> right right yeah, yeah so like only fans like his patreon's kind of another similar site to that i guess and uh, but patreon it doesn't allow like triple x content i think they allow nudity but not like actual like porn on it yeah whereas like only fans allows like porn and kind of like any pretty much like any kind of content you want to put is allowed up there so um it sounds to me like this girl is doing some sort of 
explicit or like triple x content or else i don't think she would like be that concerned if her family found out yeah no that's not cool for this girl to yeah well one of the big things was like i think a lot of people don't understand and like this actually just happened to the kind of the main reason i know of like only fans just from listening to or watching um like different youtube creators who have decided to do an OnlyFans to make like extra money or whatever right mm-hmm. and so um this is kind of like what i was telling you this week that happened to trisha paytas um who we talked about on like the last podcast she's a part of the like h3 podcast and she's been like a like a og youtuber and like for years been doing kind of like whatever on youtube like she kind of just does whatever it works extremely well for her because she just bought like a 3.7 million dollar mansion yeah (laughs) (laughs) so like obviously she knows what she's doing but um yeah so she was one of the first people that i kind of had heard did this like only fans thing but one of the big issues is um with only fans like when you buy that content you're technically only buying the copyright for yourself to view it right? right so the fact that this girl um decided to blast this con like this girl's content all over her small town like technically she would have a claim for copyright because it's part of like that your agreement i guess i i haven't bought an only fans just so you guys know <laughs> like i'm not buying only fans creations um or like content or whatever um, not that I like think there's anything bad with it. I just have not done it. Yeah. Um, but technically, like when you buy OnlyFans, like I would like if I bought OnlyFans, someone's OnlyFans, and decided to show you, like technically I'm voiding the co- like I'm going against the copyright agreement. I'm doing something that's legal, right? Yeah. So what had happened with Trisha Paytas? So we used to be um, a big like um, big fans of Barstool Sports. Yeah. until this happened because like we first off do not um do not um stand with people who like shame other people but what had happened is at barstool sports one of the people that works there decided it would be super funny to buy trisha paytas's only fans and then show it to the whole office well so, they were like interviewing her or something wasn't it no they had they had interviewed her the owner of of um barstool sports interviewed her on one of his podcasts which is a really weird podcast in itself to be honest because i think dave portner is almost like 50 or something like he's quite he's quite a bit older like he's older than us and he has this podcast with a guy that i believe is like 19 or something not saying that you can't like interact with people that are like 20 years younger than you or whatever like i'm not saying that's bad but it's just a little weird because i feel like it's kind of like creepy that he's trying to like fit in with like the young people in a way, because like the people who would be fans of this guy are likely to be like, cause he's like a TikTok dude or something, which yeah. I don't really understand a lot of the TikTok stuff, but most of his fans are probably underage kids. Right. Right. So Dave Portnoy is like this 40 something year old dude who has a podcast with this like 19 year old guy. And like to try to attract like a different audience but like his audience is probably attracting kids so it's kind of it's like creepy to itself but they had Trisha Paytas on there and they kind of like roasted her on the podcast 
in itself, which I think is just so rude. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, you should not be bringing somebody on a platform, like a podcast, or even on, like, to interview them just to try to, like, make fun of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's just terrible in itself. And also, Distasteful. Gay yeah, old enough. So I already kind of had a bad taste in my mouth, but I was like, hey, everyone makes mistakes. But then when this girl decided it would be funny to, like, buy Trisha Paytas's OnlyFans and then show it to the whole uh, like the whole office and then make fun of her like people are like pretending to puke and like whatever and so they took a video of this and then this girl tweeted this video to Trisha Paytas so like not only are you doing this for like obviously they're just trying to get attention because they know Trisha Paytas has like quite a few followers and stuff like that right yeah. and not saying like Trisha Paytas doesn't have her own problematic shit but, like, no one deserves to be made fun of. And, like, guys pretending to puke and stuff is so gross. And then on top of that, it's, it's um, you know, this, like, this copyright infringement, right? Because when yeah. you buy it, you're buying the license for yourself. Not to show everyone and anyone this person's personal content, right? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of what, like, the reason I brought that up is because this is pretty much like the same thing that this girl is going through. So technically like Trisha Paytas could sue this girl. And I think the same could happen with this girl who um, her, like this girl from high school decided to show her OnlyFans content because yeah. when you sign up for it, you agree to their terms, which means that you're not going to share that content. Right. Yeah. Unless you pay for it. Like yeah. that's, that's that's why you pay for it is you get it. <laughs> well, and then not to mention the fact that it's like like sex work is work. Whether you agree with it, disagree with it, you know, are like somebody who wants to do it yourself, doesn't want to do it yourself, like it still is legitimate work. And to me, to like demean somebody who's work like it's it's essentially like if you went in, like, let's say this girl who decided to share this other girl's OnlyFans content had a store and this girl went in and stole a whole bunch of stuff from her store. It's the same kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like that's to me, it's like delegitimizing her work and her content that she's selling only to people who pay for it. Right. Yeah. So I, if I were her, I would, you know, maybe see if there's some sort of like, repercussions that she can get like maybe talk to a lawyer or something because maybe she can sue this girl personally for sharing her copyrighted material right yeah and maybe like defamation of character or something if she was like talking bad and like well I don't think it's like defamation of character because you like defamation of character is like sharing something like if I was just like um said something that was a total lie about you and i was telling everyone that's defamation of character so in this situation i don't think it would be definition of character because she's technically doing this right right so she's not lying about it but sharing her content i would say it would be like a copyright kind of issue it would kind of depend on like where she lives and what the laws are regarding copyright but i mean she could even even just to like send her a cease and desist or something to like scare the shit out of her yeah you know what I mean because like getting sued is no joke but (laughs) I I mean (laughs) yeah once it's out there it is out there well yeah and that's that's where the other issue I think kind of comes with this is that I think unfortunately due to like circumstances in the pandemic 
that's when like this whole OnlyFans has like kind of blown up, exploded. Yeah, yeah. So did you like when you were doing your research? Like, did you kind of see that or like? Yeah, like it went up like you know two thousand percent or something crazy, and now it's like really oversaturated. So a lot of these women who are wanting to make extra cash doing OnlyFans with like explicit images and stuff, they're like it's so oversaturated that you really have to know what you're doing and what you're getting into right right yeah it's a hard market like especially I think if you don't have like I think a lot of these YouTube creators that are making like crazy amounts of money on the platform already have a big following to begin with right yeah so like if they're posting like a titty pic they might make like a million dollars off of it right so like for instance like um I guess one of like Cardi B, I believe, has I haven't like I don't really. Yeah, know much. I was I saw that. Like, yeah, Cardi B apparently has like an OnlyFans, so like she's like crazy popping. Like Trisha Paytas was able to like do really well because she has a huge following. Um, like Lena the Plug, she has one, and she's like I think they can make like a million dollars a month doing this. Like it's That's crazy, um, just based on their following. But if you don't have a huge following to begin with, and you're kind of not saying like you can't do well. I just think you had to be really careful. And unfortunately for this girl, like she can't really go back at this point and like take it back and not do OnlyFans anymore. Yeah. Um, but I think if you're getting into it, like you really have to think about, okay, am, even though it's illegal for someone to share my content, am I okay with my content getting out there? Yeah. Because there's a good chance it can happen, right? Yeah. And I think... Um, you know, you have to weigh the pros and cons because I believe I read something that like the average OnlyFans creators only getting maybe a couple hundred dollars a month. So like not saying that there's anything wrong with like putting out that kind of content, but there is repercussions in society if you put out that kind of content and if you're not making like bank and a huge bag from your OnlyFans, is it worth the potential of it like causing you other issues in your life right well yeah there was this I just recently there was this woman her mom her kids were going to private school and one of the other moms found her OnlyFans and they expelled her kicked the kids out from school see I think like, I don't know. What do you think? And she's she's making like a hundred thousand dollars a month. Well, there you go. So See, she's like, making a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like that's how she can afford for her kids to be in like a good private school. But... See, and I, my personal opinion on that is I think first off, her kids have nothing to do with her OnlyFans. And for years there's been people who do like explicit content or borderline explicit content. And, like, they are not being shamed to that point. Like, I don't think that someone's kids should be getting expelled. No. But in saying that, like, one thing I do know from, um, like, porn chick that is in Calgary or whatever, like, she obviously has explicit content out there. My ex, like, I don't, this is only, like, secondhand knowledge from what he told me about her. But apparently, like, her kids like the kids in school that her kids go to school with all found her porn and like made fun of the kids and like all this other stuff. So yeah, I, 
which isn't right by any means. I don't think those kids should be doing that. But I think when you are putting yourself out there in a manner, particularly if you do have kids or whatever, you have to be extremely careful because they will find it one day. (laughs) Yeah. Like your kids might find it or their friends like this happened. And like, I guess um, like my ex had said about porn chick that like her kids like really struggle um, because of what her mom, like what their mom does. Right. Yeah. And not saying what she does is wrong, but it, it does like, you really have to be careful. I think when you are putting out this type of content that like the um, risk, like equals the rewards. Right. Because like, I don't know like porn chicks finances by any means, but from what I can tell based on like the people I know that know her or like whatever that like she hasn't made a huge bag. Like yeah. she doesn't own her own house. She's renting. I think she barely like either like I mean maybe she made a bunch of money but she spends like crap or who knows. But it's not like she's so set that she she can retire and her like her kids benefit. Like I think she still struggles like a normal person working a normal job would struggle to make ends meet every month and so it's like okay well your kids are now going through this stuff and you're not necessarily making a huge bag from doing porn so is like do the benefits outweigh the negatives right yeah well and then with like to our secret writer like should she tell her parents or her she's scared her parents are gonna find out and i think it would be better for the parents to find out from her and have like a sit-down conversation and be like this is why i'm doing it well they may not judge her as much as she thinks (laughs) yeah i mean i think any parent would be kind of like the same things we said like what because i i think one of the biggest like i totally support sex workers like in whatever facet they do but my concern with it isn't my concern isn't with supporting them and what they do and their choice to do whatever they want my concern is more with like their mental health and I think unfortunately with sex work whether it's like um, escorting or it's doing porn or it's doing like an OnlyFans or whatever like there's a lot of abuse that happens in that field right you know so whether it is just you being a webcam girl or you doing your like there's still a lot of abuse and I think people unfortunately in society will demean these people and abuse them thinking well you're just a sex worker right and so that's where my concern comes from it and I'm sure you know this girl's parents would probably have the same kind of concerns right like you're allowed to do what you want, but are you doing this safely? And I think my concern with this whole like OnlyFans blow up is that I think like when you look at some of the top like porn people who really have a handle on like their mental health and everything, like they had to really work hard to get their position in porn. And I mean, you even look at like Jenna Jameson, one of the top porn stars still has like major struggles with like mental health and all these other things you know and just being treated like 
a piece of meat constantly right yeah. so I really think that it's important if like you do decide to get into this like the whole OnlyFans blowing up I think it's just so easy for someone to just be like I'm just gonna make a profile I can make some extra money there's no repercussions to it and then before they realize the repercussions they're already in it where they can't go back anymore right yeah so I just think if, if someone's getting into doing any sort of sex work they need to be really careful with their mental health right and how yeah. it's going to affect it and I think it yeah like mental what are your thoughts is, on that mental health is very important well and and I we all just... watch like a lot of datelines and you know everyone's like oh like they were in like the sex business so they might not get as much like attention as a normal like a normal person right well yeah and that's yeah that's (laughs) another thing too like it just kind of seems like there is a lot of crime directed towards women who do sex work and stuff like that so uh, because I have heard of stories um just from like youtubers that do um only fans that like for instance like this exact same situation where someone finds out that they have an OnlyFans and then they blast their phone number or dox them and now all of a sudden all these people who are their followers are like know where they live or whatever right so like there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of like crazy shit that can kind of happen because like I mean the hard thing is is like you don't know like when you are selling that kind of like content which I think is like vulnerable right yeah like you don't know who you're selling it to because these are just fans who are buying your content and it could be someone who's like super crazy and like you know comes and finds out where you live because like I mean with the internet nowadays like it's pretty easy for people to find out shit about you like I had one guy this one time and it totally freaked me out and he would not tell me how he knew this and I was on a dating site and he was like, oh, how's the market in, like, the area that I, like, live in? And I'm like, the fuck? Like, yeah. the fuck? Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I, like, and I was like, how do you know I used to be a realtor? And how do you know, like, like, why are you asking about that specific area where I live in? And he was like, oh, I'm just making conversation. But obviously he had, like, somehow figured out something. And he, like, I don't know if he, like, knew exactly where I lived, but, like, it totally freaked me out and like that was like I deleted my profile and that was like the first time this like past week that I had gotten a dating profile again because it freaked me out so much because I was just like how the fuck did this guy first off like there's no information about where what area of the city I live in like so there's how the fuck did this guy know this first off and then how did he know that I used to be a realtor yeah because he had said that he was like oh like I know you're a realtor and I'm like used to be but like what the fuck like so I think you have to be super careful because people who are kind of crazy like they will like not crazy I don't want to use that term but like have bad intentions bad intentions like they will figure shit out and yeah so you have to be super careful particularly when you're you know selling explicit content because I think that intimacy of like that being that sort of content makes some fans believe that they have more of a connection with you than maybe they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yes, I watched a like a Law and Order um, show, kind of actually based on this whole scenario of like she was like a webcam girl, and right. um, one of her fans um, broke into her house and like raped her because, like, as part of her like webcam girl and her facade and her act, the guy felt like she was actually like Wanting really that. in love with him or whatever. Right. Yeah. It was, that was a pretty crazy show. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think that like, I mean, not that that happens like super often or whatever, but I think that kind of stuff can happen because I think with just even being like somewhat of a public personality in general, like people can think that they know you. I mean, even through the podcast, like I've gotten like not messages like close to this by any means. But, like, messages where, like, people think they, like, know us, like, we're their friends, right? Yeah. And not that, like, we're not friends with our fans, but, like, there's different types of friends, right? Yeah, not, <laughs> you know? like, friends that want to fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they think they're, like, they know us extremely well because we're on the podcast, right? So, yeah, yeah it can be a little bit, like... Um, a little different because you do with this kind of content it's not like watching a movie where they're the actors playing a character like you're being yourself to like whatever extent that you're allowing yourself to be put out there and so then people have like a different kind of connection with you right and I think it can be even just crazier when it comes to explicit content just because it is so intimate right and people kind of think that you know, if you give them attention, it's, oh, they're in love with you or whatever. And like, yeah, like you said, get mixed signals. Yeah. So it can, yeah. But yeah, I would say, I think you're, you're right. That it's probably best that this person like um, approaches their family and kind of explains why. And I mean, unfortunately with doing so might, you know, bring up some issues regarding like their relationship with their family but it's probably better that it comes from them instead of this girl you know and I I, this kind of makes me think of like um, Nikki Tutorials is another YouTuber and I had no idea like she was a makeup tutorial uh, YouTuber for years quite famous um, but she was actually transgendered and um, nobody knew she was like it wasn't public and then someone someone was like blackmailing her behind the scenes so she just decided to come out and say yeah you know what I'm transgendered like she didn't want to that wasn't her intention but then I think when she did she felt so much better because someone wasn't able to hold anything against them yeah one over their head and like you live in fear when you think like this poor girl is probably living in fear that every time her phone rings and it's one of her family members, like, do they know, you know, yeah. is this the time that they're going to, yeah. you know? So I think it's just better to like, as hard as it is to maybe come out and say, this is what's going on. You know, it's better to come from your mouth instead of having it become bigger. Right. Cause generally yeah. I think when you find out information from a third party, rather than the first, the person that like it's happening from, it usually feels so much bigger. Right. Yeah that's very that's a very true statement for sure yeah so it usually becomes like you know like for instance like if you don't tell me something (laughs) and I'm like I all of a sudden make this huge scenario in my head 
yeah. of what's going on, right? Yeah. And and then it's like when you actually tell me yourself, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. But if yeah. like if I was to find out for someone else, like I would just it'd be huge, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, or totally, vice versa, they, I'm sure. They'd be like you feel betrayed and just dishonest and right. Well, it's always I'm, better just to like be honest with people, right? Well, and I think too, like you just don't understand unless someone can like articulate their own truth right so it's easier to like understand someone when it comes from their mouth opposed to like it coming from someone else's mouth who's making it even more dramatic right well and then the person that's finding it out like say her parents if she's telling her parents then they can ask the questions right like if they find out from someone they're just going to be like making up a scenario in their head just like you said and like right. freaking out about it like for hours until they get a hold of that person to confront them, right? Right. Well, and I think ultimately too, like, um, it's this girl's body and it's what she wants to do. And as long as she's doing it safely and she understands what she's getting herself into, then I mean it's not really anyone else's job to tell her what she can do with her own body, right? Yep, I agree. And even if it is your parents, like they may I, like I said, I think most of the time it's not parents being disappointed necessarily in like the act of, you know, doing explicit content. I think it's more of the concern of what the repercussions of doing so are, right? Yeah. I really would, like one of the things I wish with the OnlyFans that they would do is have before a girl signs up or a guy, because I think the same thing can happen yeah. with guys. Yeah is they should have, like, a disclaimer video where, have you thought about this? Have you thought about how this is going to affect you? Because I don't think anyone's really, um, you know, letting some of these younger... Because, I mean, you can start an OnlyFans when you're 18, right? So you can literally turn 18, and the next day you can have explicit content on the internet. Well, I remember when I was 18, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we I mean? still like, don't. We still don't, right? But like, I just think of back, like then, and like how I am now, and how I understand things more. Like, if there wasn't OnlyFans, like who knows? I might have did it when I was eighteen because I would have been like, "Bitch, I need some money." Yeah, like I said, like money talks, right? So if yeah, you think if you read online, oh, like this person's making five thousand dollars a month, and this person's making fifteen thousand dollars a month. Like, why? That's enticing. I want to do that too, right? Yeah. But then yeah. I think the unfortunate part is that from what I've seen on YouTube, there is a, a little bit of creators I came across that are like being a little bit more honest about it. But I mean, they still do have some sort of a following. Whereas I think, um, you know, the, like someone needs to kind of put out a video saying, hey, like you are likely to only make a couple hundred dollars a month unless you have a huge following that is willing to buy your content. Because I think the other thing that scares me with OnlyFans too is so, okay, so like let's say you do actually make like $10,000 a month on OnlyFans and you're only selling your nudes. But then that starts to drop off because people like how many... Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because people have already seen you nude. How many pictures and a different lingerie and whatever can you... Like so then you're only really having like the true create like dedicated fans... So then to keep those fans paying every month, I, a lot of girls start doing like 
way more explicit content, right? Yeah, more and more and more. More and more. And not to bring up Trisha Paytas again, but just from following her kind of story about her doing OnlyFans, like she had been doing nude content on Patreon for years. Um, and then she started doing like um, solo videos that were like X-rated. And then to get like more and more like people she started doing like sex on video and like girl on girl type stuff and then she even had like threesomes and stuff like that not saying that's wrong and for her like the type of character she is and whatever she has the ability to make like money and it doesn't really matter that she did this content like she's not losing viewers per se on her other stuff or losing like she well I mean, in saying that, she did lose some of her sponsorships from doing that, right? So, like, she, you know, got more money from doing OnlyFans, but then lost some of her sponsorships. Um, But for her, like, she has a big enough platform that, like, she can still go on and she still does OnlyFans, but she's now has a boy for a fiance, so she's not doing, like, sex on video. Um, But for other girls, like, you know if they're kind of pushed to do that more explicit content to get more money like for them if that comes out like that might kind of close off a lot of opportunities for them in the future right right Ow, my cat is like needing my boobs (laughs) (laughs) getting sexually assaulted over here (laughs) post that shit on OnlyFans (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know why like cats are so weird they like to like massage you with their nails and she likes to do it to my boobs for some reason it's fucking weird drives me nuts (laughs) but yeah so I think with uh yeah OnlyFans I it is kind of like a give and take. And I think you have to be really true to yourself and say like, I'm only going to do this and don't let people like push you to do more. Uh, because the, the one thing that scares me with OnlyFans too, is that they have a tip function on there. So like a user can request a specific video from the creator. Right. Right. Yeah. So then like, let's say they tip, I don't know like what they're allowed to tip, but like, let's say they tip them, and this girl was just doing like topless photos but they want her to touch her like punani and send a video of it or whatever and maybe that 250 is like super enticing to her but yet that wasn't kind of the content she intended to put out there but she does it and then because she doesn't want she feels like okay I can keep making this kind of money but then all of a sudden she's doing something that maybe she didn't really want to do, right? Yeah, crossed her boundary. Yeah, like, so I think, yeah, you have to be, like, I think you have to be really strong with your boundaries and, like, don't let people talk you into doing, like, things that you don't want to do, right? Yeah, yeah. In sec- in any sort of sex work in general, right? Or in any, yeah, any, anyway. Yeah, in general, well, in any, in yeah, just in any work. Well, because yeah. I've heard of like I watched that one documentary that um, Rashinda Jones, I think her name was, did where it was like um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was essentially kind of a similar thing, except instead of doing OnlyFans, these eighteen-year-old girls were getting into porn, and um, a lot of them kind of came into it like, oh, I'm only going to do like girl-girl scenes. And then by the end of the documentary, they were doing, like, full-on, full like, 
DP, like anal, like rape porn, like all this crazy oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think like, unfortunately, that industry can kind of like push you into like doing things you don't want to do. And like, that's not cool. No. So yeah, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, no, I'm going to yeah check out. Well, I'm going to get more informed on this OnlyFans business. <laughs> well, I'm and gonna... I, maybe I might Google like this Trisha Paytas lady because I don't know. We've mentioned her a few times, and I don't even know what she looks like or who she is. Yeah, she's like a really pretty blonde, and she's like a more voluptuous chick. Um, okay. like she. Well, like I said, like. I mean, you can go down, like, literally Trisha Paytas and her career can keep you busy for the rest of, like, probably the month, to be honest, <laughs> to catch up. And, like, yeah. I, I, like, I used to, like, with her, it's kind of interesting because I used to really dislike her because she came out with videos being, like, a stupid blonde being, like, um, do dogs have brains? <laughs> like, she would yeah. say shit like that. But as I've like kind of seen her through the years, like she's actually kind of a genius and she does stupid shit. And I don't condone some of the shit she's done, but she is so smart because she's able to like, she's like a chameleon. Like she changes constantly and she's been able to keep up this, like um, this like career of hers and like make millions upon millions. Like she drives like, a pink freaking Bentley and owns like a $3.7 million mansion and like all this crazy shit. And then she like jumped on the OnlyFans wagon. Like she kind of jumps on all these trends before they're like trends. And so she's actually kind of like this big troll that has made a career out of being a troll and like (laughs) kind of like, yeah, like it's like, she's a very interesting person. And I don't want to say, I don't necessarily want to say I'm a fan because I don't condone some of the, like a lot of the shit she does but then I am also a fan in the aspect that like I find her just so ridiculously interesting based on like she gets so much hate and like people just call her fat all the time and like totally dog her and like just act like assholes to her and like she just keeps going like so I do respect like I may not be a fan of everything she does but I will say that I can definitely respect like her hustle for sure nice yeah so anyways like this isn't a trisha paytas like plugging (laughs) but i feel like it is we're like pro h3h3 pro trisha paytas uh we're an anti anti barstool sports yeah so dave portnoy if you ever fucking hear this and I don't think Sherilyn agrees with this, but if you offer us a million dollars each, like I will still not sell you the rights to this podcast because you're a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think I agree. Yeah, You better well, give me a fucking million dollars, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what it comes down to is like, would we want to work with someone like that? No. No. How? No. You cannot pay me a million dollars to work with someone who's a big douche. Because he also came out with, like, something where he was, like, making a rape joke about women who were size six deserve to be raped or something. Like, it was ridiculous. And I'm, like... Insane. Yeah, gross. So, like, I feel like people need to start canceling this motherfucker. Like, he should not have as much money as he does if that's the type of person he is. Definitely agree. 
Um, but yeah. Anyways, do you have anything else to add? Because I always squirrel. <laughs> no, no. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Sip and Secrets Podcast. We are on all major platforms, so you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, um, pretty much anywhere that you listen to your podcasts. And we are also on YouTube. So we are hoping to be able to see each other in the next few weeks. And we will actually have video of the podcast. So make Woo-hoo! sure, yeah, make sure you guys go subscribe because you want to make sure that you're one of the first people to catch our videos. So catch you next week.